Please join me in prayer. As together we acknowledge the one spirit behind all of creation. The spirit that I call God, the source of this beautiful spring day, the one that shines through the eyes of everyone here, everyone we meet. I know that spirit is in this place because it has shown up as the people, has shown up as the music, shown up as the inspiration of Reverend Diana's message today. It shows up in everything and everyone. And so I celebrate the fact that I am part of that, that each one of us is part of that divine unfolding of creation. And I know that that is what guides us this morning. That is what propels us forward in our spiritual journey. That is what provides the understanding. That's what provides the inspiration. So we open ourselves right here and now to that inspiration, to that divine influx of spirit that informs us, inspires us, and brings us greater understanding, greater wisdom, greater compassion, and greater love. So with a grateful heart, I just trust everything to unfold perfectly and powerfully, knowing that it is guided by the unseen hand. And we anchor that into being as together we say, and so it is. Amen. Good morning. My name is Reverend Diana Johnson, and I'm the pastor and spiritual director of Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. And whether you're here in the room or whether you are with us online today, we welcome you home to our community. We welcome you home to your own Mystic Heart. And so we'll begin today by joining our voices in chant.
vibration in the room always feels so different after we sing together. And so let's move into our Teze this morning by gently allowing the eyes to close if you're comfortable doing so. Teze is a meditative experience. Gathering ourselves together. All of the different parts of ourselves that are scattered into all of the things that we do in life. All of the roles we play, all of the busyness. And let's come home to ourself. Body, mind, and spirit. Let's come home to the breath of life itself. And so breathing deeply through the nose and then pausing at the top of the breath. And then exhaling and at the bottom of the breath, pausing again. Establishing a rhythm of life. A healthy rhythm. An easy pace. With no stress. And let each breath fill your body with life. Just as the breath fills the body with life, so this time of pause, of rest, of Sabbath, fills the universe with life. How can it be that the sacred pause, this holy breath, fills the universe with life? In every cycle of nature, there is time for action. There's a time of growth. There follows a time of flowering and bearing fruit and of dropping new seeds into the soil. And finally, before new sprouts can be seen breaking the ground, there is a period of rest. And so to prepare us for the planting of new ideas and new ways of being, together we rest. We allow our bodies to completely let go and our minds to quiet. And in this peaceful moment, we are fully present awake and aware of the gift of life we're given and grateful for the experience of being human. In this state of loving acceptance and gratitude, we feel our oneness with all that is. We sense and feel the infinite intelligence that infuses every living thing every rock, 
and grain of sand. The life that expresses itself as the soil and the water. We know that every cloud in the sky, every star in the galaxy, and every galaxy in the cosmos is teeming with the presence of one life. is radiating divine light. And so through our musical meditation, we experience our oneness with all that is.
Love breathes through me and you and all of us. Thomas Merton said that to be grateful is to recognize the love of God in everything he has given us. And so that love breathes through me and through all beings everywhere, through all of creation. We are all connected.
you're all connected. All connected. By reminding ourselves of this truth, we acknowledge our responsibility to one another as human family and as caretakers of the earth. We open a pathway from the head to the heart so that we might start right where we are in being led to compassionate service in the world, in our families, in our communities. So today, the title, Start Right Where You Are. <clears throat> where else can we start? So we celebrated St. Patrick's Day this week. Author Angelus Arian suggests that this celebration of St. Patrick's Day reminds us that we have the opportunity to empower ourselves, to regrow, to regreen, if you will, ourselves. The Irish shamrocks and leprechauns that are part of this annual ritual are metaphors for hope and for magical possibilities. We're reminded at this time of year that luck is actually where opportunities and preparedness intersect. So what we call luck is where opportunities, possibilities, and preparedness intersect. This is what we're doing here together. We're preparing ourselves to consciously take part in the flow of blessing that is forever present. Reminding ourselves that gratitude is the only appropriate response to so much goodness. Acknowledging the unique gifts that are ours to give and stepping into the practice of compassionate service. We are starting right where we are. Abraham Maslow, uh, the father of humanistic psychology, believed that the best way to become a better helper is to become a better person. And that, quote, one necessary aspect of becoming a better person is via helping other people. End of his quote. He said that one must and can do both simultaneously. But sometimes it seems like we have so much to do and to learn, so much growth to make, we think, before we'll be ready to step out into the world of service. Our calendars are full, our homes and our minds are cluttered. Speaking for myself, we somehow think that once we get our belongings organized, our projects completed, and our thinking straightened out, in other words, once we're better people, then we'll be ready to offer service in the world. I have a question for you to contemplate. Might this be one way of subconsciously keeping ourselves stuck? Or playing small? Of staying in our comfort zone? Of course, as human beings, we can only start where we are. 
but I'd like to throw a twist into our contemplation. Who and where are we, really? Are we only human? We say that often. I'm only human. Our minds might argue that we're not ready. We are somehow not enough. Not smart enough, not educated enough, not wealthy enough, not healthy enough, not experienced enough. Or that we don't have enough time, money, skill, energy, patience. The list goes on and on. But is that who we really are? Is that really where we are? The spiritual journey is filled with paradox. We've been told that it's a both and universe. So we are both human and divine. So I would suggest that while in our human form, we are experiencing some of these limitations. But are we going to grow through those limitations if we continue to live from them? What if we were to reinterpret our title, Start Right Where You Are, setting aside our human lens for a bit, and instead approaching it from a divine perspective? Who and where am I, really? I am a perfect and intentional expression of divinity. And so are you. I am God taken form at this time, in this place, for a reason. And so are you. So unpacking this idea, starting right where I am, word by word, takes on a much greater meaning when considered from a spiritual perspective. The first word, starting. This implies action, moving forward. The second word, right. From its Latin roots, this refers to being in alignment being aligned. Where? Well, I am here, right here, right now, in God's perfect place and time. And then I am, the two most powerful words we can use. Words that create our experience of ourselves and of our world. Words that express our spiritual power and authority. So suddenly, starting right where I am calls me to grow and evolve. Grounded in my inherent spiritual power and authority, as God's perfect expression, here and now and in every moment. This has an entirely different feeling to me than my human starting right where I am, which seems to make me smaller somehow, fills me with limitation, allows my perceived flaws and shortcomings 
to become reasons for not offering myself in the world. Each of us is a divine being, an avatar of the one spirit of all of creation. We all partake of the nature of God. We are made in the divine image and likeness. Being both fully human and fully divine, we now acknowledge our humanity and lovingly accept those aspects of ourselves that may feel powerless to make a difference in this world. Our divine self informs us that the world needs our help, our prayer, our love, our service. Then our human self looks around and sees so much suffering that we get overwhelmed. We don't know where to begin, what to do, how our efforts could possibly change things. It all seems too big, too much, too daunting. I can't be a Gandhi, you can't be Mother Teresa, still we are called into service. Still Spirit directs us to participate in the creation of a love-soaked world, heaven on earth. We must have faith that the divine wisdom of Spirit has given us all we need to contribute, that we each have a piece of the puzzle and that all of us is necessary. Rabbi Yeshua of Nazareth taught us that the kingdom of heaven is spread upon the earth and also that it is within us. He also said, if you bring forth that which is within you, it will save you. If you do not, you are doomed. Each has within us a part of the kingdom, or our part in bringing it forth right where we are. So how do we figure out our part in this great undertaking? First, we must remember that we can only do our share, and that we have been endowed with the gifts we need. As we contemplate our talents and how they might be used, we find ourselves being touched by a certain situation. Our heart goes out to someone or something. We find that we can make a difference. As we enter the sacred silence, let us ponder, what humble gifts do I have to offer? What is calling to my heart?
what is mine to do today? As the music gently brings us back into this time and this place, we give thanks for this time of communion with the Spirit within us. Grateful for any insights, empowered to begin doing what we can, we share our inspiration and love. Thank you, God, for everything and everyone. 
I invite you to know with me now that Spirit is moving powerfully through each of us and through our beloved community. Individually and collectively, we are a powerful spiritual influence on our world. As we evolve in consciousness, the benefits of our growth ripple out, blessing the entire world. And now, as Janet and Ariane remind us how much beauty there is in the universe already, we allow ourselves to be inspired to start right where we are and build on the good that is already here.
There is so much beauty, so much beauty. Don't you agree? Massive amounts. Stay, stay right where you are. It won't be long. Okay. <laughs> Despite appearances, sometimes, there is so much beauty. And despite appearances, peace does exist. As we align with the perfect peace that passeth understanding, our lives and our world become more peaceful. It starts with us. It starts within. We start right where we are, letting go of our perceived limitations and stepping into our highest potential. Working as the hands and feet and hearts and voices of God, by our compassionate service, we create a world that works for all with nothing and no one left out. And so I invite you today to join me as we envision a world where all beings act from the heart, a world that is peaceful, loving, abundant, and free. Where people everywhere practice loving kindness and care for one another and for our planet. We envision a world where all needs are met, where all beings have plenty of nourishing food, the safety of a warm and comfortable home, medical care, education, healthy relationships, right livelihood. creative contribution, and a deep sense of belonging. A world in which every being is valued for its inherent goodness and light, where the peace we cultivate within shows up as a world free of violence. We feel and know a world without greed where there is absolute abundance in simply having enough. There is contentment in having needs met. 
a world where every being as a precious creation of God is deserving of all of the blessings that life has to offer and receives those blessings openly and gratefully. With humanity serving as the vessels through which God's blessings flow, there is no reason we cannot have such a world. So we know that our vision is taking form as we speak our powerful word. Prayer is powerful medicine.
hold this affirmation silently as I speak it into this room. There is power in our prayer. Okay, go ahead. There is power in our vision. There is power in our music. As we recognize the beauty and sanctity of all life. As we recognize the beauty and sanctity of all life. Our world is born anew. Our world is born anew. And so it is. And so we close in prayer today, right here and right now. I know that there is one thing going on here. One life, one essence, one substance, one process. And this one life is expressing itself perfectly and intentionally as all of its creation. No exceptions. And so I am one with that. You are one with that. We are one with that. So just breathe that in for a minute. No lines of separation. Nothing to divide us. Just divine beings. Each one created with free choice and free minds and the right to our opinions working together as the one that we truly are. And so here and now, I give thanks for the many gifts and blessings of this and every day. I know that as we recognize these gifts and we welcome them into our lives, that they grow and multiply, and the cycle of giving and of loving just continues. Each one of us, in our own way, in our, with our own unique gifts, makes a difference in this world. Each one of us creates an impact that will last forevermore. And so I know for each one of us that as we move through our week this week, we keep that at the forefront of our hearts and our minds, that our words and our thoughts and our actions, they matter. that the way that we look at one another and speak to one another and serve one another matters. And so knowing the power of this prayer, I trust absolutely that it's already called spirit into motion, that as a community we are making a difference, we have made a difference. And so I just let it be what it is, unfolding in all of God's grace and beauty and joy. As together we affirm with, and so it is. Amen. Oh, why don't you just move to Reading? <laughs> Done. So every Sunday we invite you to join in the celebration by giving of your financial good, should you choose to. And if you're at home, uh, you can go to mysticheart.org and find our donate button or our mailing address. We feel that our work here is changing the world, if in just little ways. We also have a gracious giving program that you can find information either here or online if you'd like to make a monthly heartfelt contribution to our work. 
So as we move into this time of giving, if you would look at the screen and take a look at our blessing for our offering and know that we mean this as a heartfelt prayer. As I awaken to the God within me and all around me, I see abundance everywhere I look. I consciously step into that flow of abundance by this act of giving. I bless this gift, sending it forth to heal and prosper. It is evidence of my deep faith. It does good work in the world, and it blesses all of creation. I give from a consciousness of abundance, and so it is. Amen. So feel free to join in the celebration if you want a boogie to this next one. I'm going to feel better than I did just a second ago. I'm going to feel better than I did just a second ago.
So we take this moment to just bask in the gratitude, gratitude for the wonderful music, gratitude for the beautiful people, gratitude for our beloved community, and gratitude for all the gifts that are shared within and through and from this community. I give thanks for the abundant time, energy, gifts, and talents that each one shares to make Mystic Heart a thriving community. And I give thanks for the tangible gifts, knowing that we pledge to be good stewards of all your gifts and make sure that they are doing Spirit's work in the world. And I pass this prayer to Diana. I'm so gratefully receiving these gifts on behalf of this spiritual community. I just simply say thank you to the one source flowing through each one of your hands and hearts. And I don't think there's anything more we need to say, but thank you. And so it is. So it is. <laughs> All right. The only prayer you ever speak is thank you. That's enough, right? So hang in for a few short invitations. We have a couple new things coming up. Yeah. Good things are happening. Tuesdays. Uh, Michael Bordeaux's book club. Uh, they continue with Made for Goodness by Desmond, and we learned how to pronounce her name, Mpo Tutu. So, uh, so come join us for that. It's a terrific book. Uh, Wednesdays, this Wednesday, starts a new class in the Six Pillars of the Spiritual Life series with Reverend Diana. This one is called The Universe is Calling. Subtitle, Are You Listening? <laughs> Class, class starts at, uh, goes from 3 to 5, and uh, you just two have five. this. 2 to 5. 2 to 5. <laughs> three, 3 hours, 2 to 5. There we go. <laughs> Do the math, Chris. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's, uh, uh, you have this week or next week, you can, you can still uh, register after that. The registration will be closed. So if you're on the fence, jump down on one side or the other. <laughs> Uh, Thursdays from 12 to 2 is our Connections Book Club and Meditation Circle. Reverend Diana leads that, and they're looking at a book called Heart Minded, How to Hold Yourself and Others in Love by Sarah Blondin. And drop-ins are welcome. And Thursdays from 3 to 5, this one is from 3 to 5, um, <laughs> is Metaphysical Bible Study, and I get to head that one up. And 
we have, we often say no knowledge of the Bible is necessary, and that's not because I'm going to tell you what it means. It's going to be it's going to be because we're going to explore it together and find out what it means to each of us. Mark your calendars now. Spring tea party and Easter basket raffle is April 9th from 1 to 3 p.m. right Here's next door. Just one of them. There will be more showing. And up. I think there's one over there yeah. as well on the on the uh, yeah. fireplace. So, um, and I understand the tea is going to be. Simply scrumptious. <laughs> so, so contact Ellie or Chris for more information on that. And keep your eyes open because Sunday service times and the flavor will be changing slightly beginning April 3rd. So the first Sunday of April, we're going to start our Taze at 9.30, and that's going to go for about 40 minutes. And we'll have a little coffee and bio break between 10.10 uh, 10 and 10.30. And then... Um, at 10.30, we're going to open our new celebration format that's called Soul Sessions. I'm going to let Reverend Diana tell you all about that because she invented it. Soul Sessions we is something we did at CSL in 2017 on Wednesday nights. And what it is is it is a, a conversation for spiritual living. So I'll bring in the topic from the Teze and carry it forward with a format that invites interaction so that all of our wisdom can be shared. I will, of course, you know, have a trajectory. It's not a free-for-all discussion. It's, uh, it's really something that is uh, designed to invite forth what all of us know together and through that knowing for each one of us to grow. So the other thing that this does is it creates a little coffee bio break between the two. It's not really two services, but you could treat it that way, should you choose to. You could come to just Teze and then leave. Or you could come in if you're not fond of Teze, and you can just take part in the serve of the soul sessions, like that Wednesday night where we met Barbara. <laughs> um, so it invites sort of, you can treat it as two, or you can treat it as one. It's, it's up to how you want to view it and attend it. I'm hoping that each of you will try the whole thing so you know what it is you're deciding on at some point. And we're really excited. Um, this is another format like the Teze that is not being offered anywhere in town that I know of. And um, so I'm excited about it. It's where I'm really more uh, enthusiastic and it's where I say it's it's where my wheelhouse is. It's you know it's really exciting to me. So we'll uh, see how it goes, and that starts again at the beginning of April. All right, thanks. All right. So just in case you were wondering, she's not just one of those preachers that can dish it out and not take us. She <laughs> she wants she wants that interplay. So. All right. Um, like to no remind you that um, I'm available for prayer support after the service if you like or if you would like a more in-depth consultation and prayer session with one of our practitioners all the contact information is on the back of your bulletin or on the website so we will continue with the celebration next door with food fellowship conversation coffee all that good stuff but first, let's join in singing our closing song, Love Be With You.
have a beautiful Sunday. Enjoy this beautiful spring weather. Oh, yeah. Today is the first day.